Welcome to the Be Your Own Badass podcast, where overwhelmed millennials find clarity and confidence to live a more authentic life. I'm your host, Sarah Catherine, and it's time to live a life on your terms. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to episode three of the Be Your Own Badass podcast. Today, we are going to talk about what it's like when you're feeling stuck and how you can get unstuck and get out of the rut and move on with your life and start living your best life. So before we get into that, though, I just want to give a heads up. My cat Mochi is right next to me and he looks very attentive <laughs> at whatever's happening with all of my equipment. So it'll be very interesting to see how long he lasts before he gets too interested or maybe oh, he's already looking bored hmm. oh well anyway <laughs> so this is the third episode that I've recorded and one thing that I really love so far about podcasting is the fact that I can just be in my pjs I don't have to worry about putting on makeup or doing my hair or that there's good lighting like it's almost 9 p.m. right now and I can just work on this as if it was any time of the day because I used to do well I every once in a while still do videos so I have a YouTube channel but I had an older YouTube channel and that I used to film on and post on much more often and that required doing your hair getting good lighting getting the good angle everything like that and of course here you have to worry about sound like I'm going to be sweltering in my room for a second because it's really hot and I can't really have my fan on with ha without having noise on in the background. But, you know, got to weigh out the pros and cons. And I think the pros really, really come out stronger <laughs> in this moment, at least right now. But anyway, back to the actual topic of the episode. So we're talking, like I mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking about how to get unstuck. This is a very popular topic that was requested when I actually pulled my audience, um, pulled my community on Instagram. I was asking just a few questions about what people are interested in, what they'd like to read more or hear more about. At the time, that was before I announced that I was making a podcast, so no one knew what that was for, but surprise, this is it. <laughs> it's for this episode and a few others coming up. But getting feeling unstuck and feeling like in a rut... I can completely relate to this. Uh, I have a feeling many of you can relate. So basically, you, you feel like you're not progressing in your life. You feel like you aren't moving forward. You don't know what you want. And it's a really frustrating position to be in. And it can lead to just anxiety. It can lead to depression. It can lead to just frustration and anger. It can lead to all kinds of emotions to need to process. And you just don't know what to do and what to go next because you might be overwhelmed with your options or you might be underwhelmed with doesn't look like there's any possibilities coming up on the horizon or you just truly have no idea what to do next. Don't worry. Take a deep breath. And we're going to go through this together. So when you're feeling like this, you're most likely feeling stuck in comparison traps. You're comparing yourself to other people, most likely on social media or people that you knew from high school or maybe just colleagues, but they may be getting jobs quicker than you'd like or promotions or getting married, going on all these vacations, 
and you're just feeling, oh my God, these people are doing all of this stuff and I'm just me. I'm just here. So our, I want to first say you are on your own path and your path is just as special as anyone else's. It's just as special as the other person who has supposedly done it all, is supposedly doing everything they set their heart to. And newsflash, plot twist, everyone is dealing with something. Everyone. So no matter what you see on Instagram, and I know this sounds cliche, but no matter what you see on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or whatever social media you use that you compare yourself to, even the the big influencers, even the celebrities, they're all dealing with something. And you are not alone. You may be dealing with different things, but everyone has their struggles and it's very easy to post the highlights on Instagram. So if you find yourself in these comparison traps, please, please remind yourself that's not the whole picture. Take a step back or even take a social media hiatus and a detox to get out of those comparison comparison mind traps because that it does nothing but hurt you in that in those moments if that's all you can think of whenever you see other people online. And it will not help with what we're going to be going over today on the steps to get unstuck and that's just a kind of a side note I didn't expect to be getting into, but it's just extremely important to remember. And another part is our culture thrives and celebrates progression and achievement. You see it on Facebook, especially with the milestones, got a new job, in a new relationship, got married, had a baby. We thrive on posting that, celebrating that, and you have every right to celebrate this. You have every right to share your joys, but we focus on that. We never focus on the in-betweens, the, the nows, the, the parts that might be a little harder or might be a little bit more boring or just more just kind of routine. But all of these parts lead up to those bigger celebrations. And we need to remember to enjoy these other parts and celebrate the smaller victories of even just getting through the day if you're truly struggling. It's really important to remember to not beat yourself up for where you are now. If you're feeling stuck, it's okay. I can say this. <laughs> I'm not just saying this and saying like, oh, everyone else has bad times, but I'm perfect. Oh God, no. I'm the furthest from perfect. I'm one of my biggest struggles that I still have and I still run into, even was running into it, I believe last week. <laughs> I am the type of person who sets extremely high expectations for myself. So it's not expectations from other people for the most part. It's my own personal expectations for me. And if I don't meet those, I crumble because I beat myself up and I think, oh, I should be there. I can be there. I know what I'm capable of, but I'm not. And how, why, why am I not? What am I doing wrong? So, which isn't the right way to look at it because like I just said, the in-betweens, the, the kind of lower days, the progress, the slower progress, it's all important too. And it all adds up in the end. So just to give a, a brief background for me and my experiences, besides setting high expectations on myself recently, I hit a wall a couple of years ago, um, at my part-time job, I felt stuck 
there because I couldn't progress anymore. I couldn't move up. I didn't want to move up. I didn't see any other opportunities, but I was still stuck there because I couldn't get anything outside of that job. No one was hiring me. It was hard to find, get land in uh, interviews. If I did land an interview, it didn't follow through and it felt awful. I felt awful and it was hard and frustrating. And I just wanted to scream. (laughs) And I felt this way when I graduated college because my internship that I was at didn't work out and my part-time job was getting dull in regards to progression. And if I'm not progressing, I just, I don't, I don't feel like I'm succeeding. I don't feel like I'm really growing. And in general, I, I felt extremely anxious, depressed, discouraged, and just lost. I know I've been over this in a video before about the details of my mental health situation and my anxiety and this was a humongous part of the throes and the deepest moments of that and if you're interested in learning more about that and my story I you can definitely check out my YouTube channel it's about um, it's called my life with anxiety one year with therapy so that was my one year mark of going to therapy and me reflecting on that time and sharing my story But you know what? At the end of the day, I found my way out and this episode is to help you get there too. While I do have my struggles overall, I do feel like my life is moving forward. I don't feel stuck anymore. It feels, it's wonderful and I want you to be able to feel that too. If you'd like to actually take the lessons that I'm going to be going over from this episode and utilize them um, in a more hands-on manner, all of these steps... I have actually a free three-step blueprint that you can use as a workbook and you can download it and fill it out as we go along in this episode or after the episode or you can re-listen to this if you're in the car but the link to that workbook you can just go to sarah-catherine.com workbook extremely straightforward it's the three-step blueprint to kickstart your life uh, free workbook and it will go over basically all of these steps and I'll be able to explain in a little more detail how to work through those steps. And then if you feel even more inclined and you want, you're just feeling motivated, you think this was awesome, I need more, I want that extra push, I want that extra work to really dig deep, I want the, the help and I know I can get to where I want to be, I just need that extra work and I'm willing to do it. I will have my Kickstart Your Life Academy is opening up in the fall, so only in a few months. I don't have an exact date just yet, but I'll definitely let you guys know. But I do have a wait list that I will link in the show notes, and you're more than welcome to email me or DM me, and I can put you on the wait list myself, or if you'd like to learn more information, go ahead and reach out. I am more than happy to answer your questions. So enough of all of that got all of the bases covered now to get into the nitty-gritty to go over all of the things that I recommend and each step that I recommend taking to getting unstuck and starting to build a life that you love and progress and grow and all of those magical things so first off you're feeling this way we've been over all the emotions and I just want you to please give yourself grace the last thing you should be doing is beating yourself up over where you are now As I mentioned before, I am 100% there with you in regards to beating yourself up over where you are now. And I can tell you from experience that it does you no good. (laughs) I, the emotions are important to process. Yes, it's important to pay attention to them, 
but to just dwell in them, it's not the best idea, especially if you're, if you just, if you want to move forward, that's one of the first things you should do is give yourself some grace. You need to listen to your mind and body and figure out what it needs. It can be as basic as getting enough sleep, exercising more, meditating for five minutes a day, or even just enough to kind of start feeling more in the groove and kind of more like yourself and maybe journal about how you're feeling. But overall, just pay attention to your thoughts. And if you find any that are beating yourself up or negative towards yourself, your lack of self-confidence, just please do work on some self-care and keep that in mind throughout all of these next steps and all of this process because this journey isn't an easy one, but it's worth it. It's a worthwhile, tough, but so satisfying and gratifying and just honestly life-changing if you can get yourself out of this rut and then have this in your back pocket for the next time you feel stuck because it happens it's it's not a straight line but it's okay because that's the beauty of being human so while you're giving yourself grace the very first action item that I have for you besides the self-care that I want you to be paying attention to throughout all of these action items is to evaluate where you are now And essentially, I want you to take a step back and think, okay, what is literally everything happening in my life right now? What's going on? What is the good, the bad, the ugly, the day-to-day, the routines? Are there any habits that you have, anything that you might not want to be have in your life anymore? Uh, How do you feel about everything overall? And is there anything in particular that's making you unhappy or that you want to change? Kind of conduct a life audit and just see what's happening right now. Because if you're able to get everything out in front of you and just on paper or on your computer, you can really look at your life a little bit more objectively and you can take a clearer look at what might need to be changed, altered, or what might need more attention or what might need to go away. So after you've done all of the evaluating, I want you to also, while you're looking at everything, it's time to discover what's missing. So this is while you're reviewing and reflecting your life audit. And I want you to see, is there anywhere that you notice that needs to shift in order to feel more aligned with the type of life that you want? So you probably have an idea of at least how you want to feel. Even if you don't know the career that you want, you don't know if there's any hobbies that you need to include or people that you'd like to meet or destinations that you'd like to travel to, this is the time to kind of take a look and see, are any of those things applicable to what, am I working towards any of these dreams? Is my day-to-day life aligning with the life that I want in the future? And if not, kind of figure out why not and what is it? and see if you can pinpoint certain things that you want to take action on, which will be within the next few steps. And if you're completely unsure of what you want and you're just looking at this whole life audit and you're just like, oh my God, I have no idea how to move forward from this. I know there's things that I'm not happy with, but how do I discover what's missing in my life? So this is where I recommend just kind of following what interests you. What what are you, just make a list. What are you interested in? 
what sparks joy? I know that's a little tagline that's really popular this year, but truly what does spark joy? What are you naturally pulled to? What naturally pulls your attention throughout the day? Are there certain topics that you like to read about? Are there stories that you like to hear about? Trends you like following? Maybe little activities that you've done in the past that you really enjoyed but never followed through with in the future for some reason? That anything that possibly brings you joy, put it down and make note and see which one that you'd like to move forward with and pursue some more because the whole purpose of this activity isn't to discover the ultimate end goal in your life. This isn't to discover your dream career. While all those things are wonderful and great, this is just to make sure that you start moving because once you start moving, there's a a wonderful story from one of my favorite books called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And if you've read it, you know what I'm talking about. But one of her stories, she encourages the same thing. And one of her personal stories that she uses as an example is she once was feeling stuck and didn't had writer's block, didn't know what to write. And she and started to just follow what she was interested and curious about. And one of those things was gardening. And so she got very invested in gardening and Activity after activity, the more she followed her interests, it actually led her to write a book about, I believe it was gardening or plants, but definitely that hobby that she pursued and actually turned into a great help her spark a story idea for one of her books. So you never know what your interests might lead to. You might, I mean, personally, I feel like I've said this a few times, but if you haven't heard this story yet, personally, I can relate by... I was interested in marketing for my degree. I liked writing, so my mom's friend recommended blogging. Decided to start blogging about Disney, then started YouTube videos about my experience in the Disney College program, and then decided to graduate from the Disney blog and move on to something else. So I created a general lifestyle blog then I was interested in mental health and self-care, and then I was interested in all things personal growth, and here I am now creating a business and community based all over self-discovery, personal growth, and self-confidence. And that all started from just being interested in marketing and writing and finding a combination of the two. Keep in mind, this whole thing happened over a span of, I don't know, since 2012 and now it's 2019. So pretty much seven years. And I'm not saying that it's going to take seven years for you to figure out your interests or what you enjoy doing. That's just a special circumstance, but it's just, I was enjoying and discovering new things that I liked all along that way as well. Other things that led to more than just this blog and this podcast and anything else that I've done in relation to my current blog. So just, again, give yourself grace and follow what interests you. And in this specific step, if you're working in the workbook, just maybe identify one of those things that you're interested in and choose one that you want to pursue, which one interests you the most. If a few of them interest you, great. Go ahead and choose a few of them. But it'll be easier to start implementing some changes at bite-sized pieces. You don't want to take on too much because I don't want you to be overwhelmed in the process. 
Then step three is to plan. Don't know why I said it like that, but <laughs> we're going to take some time to plan. And my fellow recovering perfectionists out there and who also love to plan, I have a planner that I've always used and enjoy planning out my day because I'm a nerd, but I love it. <laughs> it. We do also have a tendency to plan too much. So keep that in mind. Don't get stuck in the planning period for too long. That is my little disclaimer. But this is what I recommend when you're planning out your next steps after you've discovered what you'd like to pursue. So some questions to keep in mind. What do you need to focus on the most right now? What is the most important within the priorities that you've discovered? So basically, what are your true day-to-day priorities? What has to happen every day? For me, I have to go to work every day. I got to do it. I have a job. It's important. Another priority, I need to work out. I need to be healthy and I need to take care of myself. Another priority, my relationship and my friends and my family, all very important to me. You get the idea. You have all of those basic priorities And then on top of that, what is something that you would like to prioritize with your top interests in mind and the ones that you picked in the last step? What is important in order to pursue those interests and what you discovered was missing? And thinking about those top interests, it's time to create and set two to three goals that you'll work towards moving forward. And what you're going to do is keep the, write down all those priorities, whether you use a planner or a calendar, or even if you don't, just keep in mind, now's the time to give it a shot. <laughs> and I highly recommend scheduling some time in your days and your weeks on a regular basis to work towards those goals. You don't have to work towards it every single day. If you're someone who's extremely busy, which I completely understand, I feel like a lot of us are trying to balance balance a million things at once. And the last thing I want to do is put another thing on your plate. But this is extremely important because I also want you to look at some of the things that you might spend a lot of time on that you don't need to spend time on. It doesn't help with your self-care. It doesn't help with your mental health. It doesn't help you with your goals. I think it's now time to try and remove those from your day-to-day schedule. And I'm looking at you hours and hours upon Netflix. I understand this is honestly a call out to myself, (laughs) but I know plenty of other people can relate to me. I don't need to watch Netflix for more than two to three hours most of the time. Maybe I'll have a day where I'm like, you know what, I'm going to veg out today, but it's a special circumstance. Otherwise, I really shouldn't be watching TV for more than an hour if I really want to pursue the goals that I have and everything on my crazy schedule. So keep those in mind as well. And after a couple weeks of working towards this goal and working on your goals that you created on a more regular basis, it's you should reflect uh, after a couple weeks or about a month. Reflect on your progress and see how you feel. And if you're feeling good, awesome. Continue with your plan. Keep moving forward. Keep achieving those goals. And if not, if you still feel a bit stuck, okay, take a step back. Look at your life audit. Maybe even do a new one and shift and adjust your plan accordingly. You don't have to stick to your initial plan. You're going to learn more about yourself amongst this process, and that's okay. That's actually great because then you start to learn what you don't like or what doesn't work for you, and you can shift and start moving forward. But you know what's good about that is you're moving and you're learning and you're growing. You're not stuck 
if you're trying new things and you're discovering that they're not things you enjoy, guess what? You discovered something and you moved. I know I just said that, but (laughs) it means that you're not technically stuck anymore. See what I did there? It means you're progressing in, in just different ways and it's still a great path to be on. So another thing to keep in mind is that this growth process and this discovery process, it may feel uncomfortable at times because working towards your aligned life doesn't mean you're going to feel motivated all the time. That's not realistic for you to expect for yourself. And side note, just on cue, just as I expected, my cat is wanting to go out of my room. So one second to pause. And in typical cat fashion, I get up to try and let him out and he doesn't want to actually go out anyway and decides to lay down instead. Whatever. Anyway, so what was I saying? <laughs> um, so please do not expect yourself to feel motivated all the time. It's not realistic and it's it's unfair to you to feel like you need to feel motivated all the time while you're pursuing this because it's it's going to feel scary as well. And it's going to be uncomfortable, it's going to be scary, and it's going to be sometimes downright terrifying, especially if you have discovered what you truly want to do. It's going to be scary because it's something new. It's pushing you to a place that you've never been before, and it's most likely pushing you outside of your comfort zone. You've been comfortable feeling where you've been feeling. It's uncomfortable to try something new. It's uncomfortable to move forward. It's uncomfortable to discover new things about yourself because they might be something you didn't expect and something you might need to pay more attention to. And you know what? That's okay. It's completely okay because when you step outside of your comfort zone, even though it's scary, it's where you experience the most growth. And I know know if you're involved with personal growth as much as I am, or maybe even just a little bit, you've seen those diagrams where life happens outside of your comfort zone. There's your cliche quote from me for the day, (laughs) but it's true. It's a hundred percent true. And it's where you grow. It's where you learn. You, you don't, when have you ever really grown when you've been comfortable? It's not really where it happens. It's not where the gratifying growth comes from. And try not throughout this process, try not to revert back to the planning and research mode simply because it feels comfortable and safe. Just like what I was saying earlier, some people like me who are perfectionists or recovering perfectionists or just people who enjoy planning and researching, you might find yourself reverting back to, oh, I don't feel right. So I need to research more. I need to find clarity. I need to go back on Pinterest and read up on all these blogs. I need to read more books. While that may be true that you might need to do some research for something because you're just truly, you're, you're hitting a wall, you don't get stuck in the loop of the endless black hole of research. It It's honestly mostly you procrastinating and I can call you out because I've been there too <laughs> and it's, which seems to be a pretty common theme here as well but just to show that I'm not just saying this this is something I live and breathe and have lived and breathed and it's important that you guys know who I am and where I come from too because I feel like that makes it a little bit more worthwhile so the research phase is an easy trap to get caught in 
But so I was actually listening to a podcast the other day by Sam Laura Brown. She does the podcast, The Perfectionist Project, I believe. I'm awful with titles, but I know it's by Sam Laura Brown. And she explained this extremely well, getting caught in the research and planning trap. Um, She explains it extremely well in a podcast, uh, in an episode for her podcast. I'll link to it in the show notes, but it's all about how getting clarity can often mean simply finding the courage to do something. And she does it so well that I don't think I have, I really have the justice or to be able to put it in words as well as she did in her podcast. But in summary it's basically she was basically saying instead of getting caught up in the planning and research in that cycle or that trap you need to find the courage to take steps forward and truly take action towards your goals you need to go find that courage you can't expect it to come to you and so throughout all of this discomfort all of this growth and new things and steps forward again do not forget about self-care don't push yourself too hard if you're already trying to balance all the things it it'll just lead to burnout which won't help your journey you're going to need to schedule some time to take breaks schedule some time to have fun do things that that re-energize you and recharge you and it, pay attention to your mind body and your soul please fill all of those buckets in order to feel human and feel good and feel f- feel content and being able to have the energy to balance your life and your goals and these new dreams that you're creating for yourself. And if you work a day job or you go to school, focus on only adding one task at a time when scheduling working towards your goals. And starting with that in bite-sized pieces, you'll have less of a chance of overwhelming yourself and burning out. So that is pretty much everything that I recommend towards getting unstuck and creating a life that you love and being able to move forward and grow again after feeling stuck in a rut for an X amount of time, however long that you've been feeling this way. As an overview, I really want you to be able to get to that point. Give yourself grace. Evaluate where you are now. Discover what's missing. Like Make a choice on which goal you'd like to pursue. Make a plan. Follow it. Set some goals and don't forget about self-care along the way. And it's okay to feel uncomfortable as you're going through this. Once again, if you guys are interested in the workbook that goes along with all everything that I've been saying, you can download it for free at sarah-catherine.com slash workbook. And again, I go into so much detail about this in my Kickstart Your Life Academy. And if you're just hungry to learn more and move forward by all means, reach out to me or sign up for my waitlist and be one of the first people to learn about the doors opening this fall. And I'm extremely, extremely excited about this because I went through the beta program and had some students with the first round and I was able to learn a lot from them and they were able to get some good feet. I was able to get some good feedback and adjust as necessary. And I'm so excited to be able to truly open the doors for you guys. But besides that, just a big, big, big thank you for listening today. And I really hope that you are able to move forward, take some steps, discover what's missing in your life. I have full faith and I believe in you. And if you have any questions at all, please feel free to shoot me a DM, 
message me on Instagram. I'm more than happy to give some advice if you're struggling a little bit and you'd like to you have some specific questions. And please also remember to subscribe, rate, and leave a review if you enjoyed this episode, if you're enjoying the podcast so far. I genuinely will appreciate it. And if you are listening to this when this podcast initially comes out, I do plan on giving away a copy of my book or alternatively a gift card if you already have a copy of my book. And for anyone who subscribes, rates, and leaves a review within a specific amount of time at this exact moment, I don't have the dates on that, but when this podcast launches, so when you're listening to this, that will be active and you can find more information on my Instagram about it. But keep that in mind if you'd like to win a free copy of my book or a wonderful gift card. And enough of my rambling. Mochi has knocked out on the carpet. I'm sweating because it's hot in this room. I need to turn on the fan. (laughs) And that's kind of gross, but whatever. We're all being real here. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And thank you again for listening and see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Be Your Own Badass podcast. Love this episode? Take a moment to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Do you have a question that you'd like answered on the Be Your Own Badass podcast? Go to sarah-catherine.com slash badassquestion to learn how you can be featured on air and how I can give you direct advice in a future episode. Until next time.